This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. NFL draft questions for these college football bowl games as we go into hour number three of the G-Bag Nation. Zach Wolchuk alongside Brian Broaddus. We got Lucius Alexander, LA Live, coming up at 540. Carter Freeman getting set for Oklahoma bowl game action later tonight against Arizona. He's running your video on Twitter and uh, on on YouTube and on Twitch, I should say. It was another T word there. Another T word. Uh, We got the General Gavin Dawson, Eric Chiafalo on assignment with the Familia. I think Eric's supposed to be back tomorrow, supposedly. So we'll Supposedly. see. We'll see if uh, he ends up showing up tomorrow. If not, we'll we'll catch up with those fellas next Tuesday. Uh, I do want to say this real quick, as, as we're getting you set with an hour from Actually, now. Mike Peasley and I will be on Mondays on oh, New Year's Day. Yeah, but we'll be on in the morning. Okay, I probably should have. I probably should have worked our show. Oh, good. You like working in the morning. You I like do. Just, and we're going to give other people an opportunity. Yeah, I think and, that's and, important. And hope they do a good Let's job. Groom. Yeah. So make sure you're still tuning into the G Bag Nation. Yeah. I know it'll be Alec Medford. And I think a uh, person to be named later. Yes. So we'll find out we'll who he is. We'll, we'll find, find out. Yeah. You grade their show. You follow back and let us know how it ends up being. Yeah, me and Peasley, 7 to 11. I'm looking forward to that. New Year's Day. That's going to be fun. You can get a set for the big college football playoff games. Tournament of Roses Parade, me and Mike. Two old floats. Watching it. <laughs> two old floats. We're watching you guys float around. Yeah. Uh, we do have some fun conversation regarding the draft. Brian and I have started our scouting. I'm 27 players I like in these so wide far. receivers I've seen so wide far. Wide receivers are very good. I'm four quarterbacks in. You're Offensive three quarterbacks tackles. in. You know, I, speaking of scouting, though, as the Cowboys get ready to play the Lions on Saturday, and we have a ticket giveaway in the 5 o'clock hour. We got Dave Campo at 5. I, I did want to bring this up, and we were talking during the uh, pre-show meeting. You're like, man, can we fit this in somewhere? I'm like, let's just fit this in now. Chumay Adoga did not have a great game against the Dolphins. But you know who might have been the weak link along the Cowboys' offensive line, and it's a player that I really, really loved watching last year because I thought he got better every week. I thought he was the most improved Cowboy. You're going to say the center. It's Tyler Biotish. Yeah. Tyler Biotish had a rough game, man. He had a really rough game. And to me, you know, no quarterback. This isn't just a Dak thing. There's no quarterback that enjoys pressure right up the middle. None. Right? None. But I think that crippled the Cowboys' passing attack. And when you look at kind of the lull in the middle of the game, sure, I think that was a big factor of why Dak might have been a little gun-shy. Because yeah. Tyler Briott is just, man, it was, a, it was a tough day at the office. And if he turns around, and that's why during Krusty's Corner, you know, I was asking you about those Lions defensive tackles, yep. and they might not have anybody of the pedigree of a Christian Wilkins, but you really have to have a bounce-back game from Tyler. And it seemed like he he had a couple really good ones in a row, then struggled against yep. Buffalo, struggled against Miami. It could be a key to success for this offense. If Tyler Biotis does not have a good game, they are not going to beat Detroit. No, and they, they, they've got – Detroit has big inside players, but not to the level of what – He's seen like the last couple of weeks. 
And you know, and they've they've played pretty well against some pretty good defensive tackles, but he he wasn't as good as he needed to be. And you know, the I'll tell you this, the metrics one on and you know with you know with uh, the tackle there, I was kind of like thinking like everybody was talking. I, mean, I think his problems were all mental, and I mean mental in a way of assignments, you know. The, the 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 metrics will tell you thirty nine drop back passes three pressures, and you you know and, and everybody's right now screaming ah oh, brought us it's BS you always tell us to trust our eyes and all that, but that next gen they had him in, and I went through and started charting the plays, I had six minuses that I had, you know of the plays and and that was run pass, so I I was just kind of thinking like, you know. Adoka wasn't the biggest problem here. I think it but, was your center. Your center was a problem in that game. Yep. It absolutely was. Yeah, going back and rewatching that, it, it was just glaring. It's like I'm expecting Adoga to just be... Every snap rear. you're expecting him to be. Like he's the yeah. problem. And yeah. and yeah, I'm not trying to pretend that Adoga was strong. He wasn't. But to your point, yes, I saw way more consistent bad snaps down in and down out. Or from, from Biotish. Yeah, snap and then not be able to sustain. Just, absolutely. Yeah. Just getting overpowered. Yeah. Uh, so he, we, we need a backup game. We need a backup game uh, from from the center here coming up against Detroit. But let's talk a little bit uh, of draft. And maybe, you know, Tyler Biotish is going to be a free agent. Do the Cowboys look to upgrade in the interior there? It could be a, a talking point. But tonight, you've got Arizona and Oklahoma. So ESPN actually put out a breakdown some of their guys are talking about, all right, who's the prospect that you're most excited to watch? You've got Tyler Guyton, who's the tackle for OU, that I have watched. Mm-hmm. Very very intriguing player. But he uh, opted out, so he's not playing tonight. <laughs> so Wildcats receiver Jacob Cowing is the top-ranked player in action, according to Matt Miller of ESPN. Electric speed, 83 catches, 11 touchdowns. It's tied to school record. Neither of us have watched him yet, but pay attention to him. But that Taylor Guyton for OU fans out there, it's an impressive offensive tackle class. And and he's a guy that's got both left and right tackle ability. Transferred from TCU. Yeah. So, you know, locally in Fort Worth, you probably know him. Huge athletic freak, 6'7". I think he can fill out his frame. He's going to hustle his ass off. I mean, I saw him making blocks 30 yards down the field. That's an impressive player. Uh, to think about for for Oklahoma coming out in the draft. Can I give you a tackle that's going to play? Did you look at J.C. Latham? Yes, from Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, and and he he's going to play in your game. He he's going to be part of this. He'll so. be against Michigan. Yeah, the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. I'll tell you one thing, man. Did he look like he was three hundred and sixty pounds? No, he carries that weight well. Yeah, and and it's it's crazy because usually when you think. When you think of these massive offensive tackles, you think of okay, like the guys like Evan Neal, you know those guys that you know, like I don't know, man, uh, uh, this guy, you know, I mean, he he's a starter at the right tackle spot, and there were some questions in Alabama about moving him to left tackle after a sophomore year, which is the path that Evan Neal went same same way, and the coaching staff decided against it because they wanted to try and develop a left tackle and not weaken the right side. So sometimes you get these guys and you wonder why is he why is he playing right tackle why isn't he playing left tackle in this thing so but man this guy it is an impressive it's an impressive class because like I say you've got some really I think you got some athletic guys at tackle but you've also got some guys that are 
are are pretty powerful guys. Latham was the, the he's the meanest of the guys that yes. I watch. Like I've got yeah, him three yeah. behind Alt and uh, the Penn Alt State from, kid. Yeah, Alt is from, from uh, Notre Dame. No, from Notre Dame. Yeah, but you always got to remind everybody where these guys are from. This dude's nasty. Yeah. Latham at Alabama, he is looking to put people on their ass. Yeah. yeah. This dude is mean. I mean, he's kind of what you want in an offensive lineman. He's a fun watch. So, for the Alabama-Michigan game, that's certainly one to watch. Yeah. So is J.J. McCarthy, right, at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to watch some of their running backs as well. Those will be interesting players. You know, for, for Penn State, uh, I mentioned Fashanu is yeah. his name. You know, that's another player didn't allow a single sack his entire collegiate career. So, And he, there's going to be arguments. Is he the number one tackle? Is he not? I think Alt from Notre Dame is. I think he's more athletic and has more upside. I agree with you. Yeah. Because I think Fashanu could be a finished product, which isn't bad. I'll take that finished product. He's yeah. good. Oh, no, he, Alt, he, Alt's he, got oh, the no, ability to be like a rare Hall of Fame type of player. No, if, uh, he, he's a, he, he won what they call the, the, the Remington Pace uh, Award for the Big Ten blocker of the blocker of the year. So he, he's an, that guy's got some power to him, man. I, that's what I'm saying. You've got some guys that are really some good athletes, but some big, powerful guys. Yeah. Georgia taking on Florida State. I believe Brock Bowers is still going to play in that game. Is he really? Yeah. I have not seen him opt out yet. Uh, they've well, also got Mims, who I think is not going to play. He's got an ankle injury. Yeah. And he's a tackle there. So Mims is going to be another yeah. one of those. I believe he was a right tackle at Georgia. I got to check What do you think about Have you seen Bowers? Did you watch Bowers, I think you could argue, is the best overall player in the entire draft. It reminds me so much of, remember we had Kyle Pitts in the draft? Yeah. And all of a sudden we all kind of became enamored with Kyle Pitts. And Kyle Pitts, I think, has had a, a good career. I wouldn't call it like... I think he's probably been disappointing. Yeah, I mean... He but, hasn't lived up to the he hype. Lived up to he, the hasn't hype. Been, he hasn't been bad, but I, he hasn't lived up to the hype. But, I mean, this guy, Bowers, doesn't play like as a true inline wide tight end. Getting Bowers from Georgia... He, he's kind of a big receiver, right? And, and then what did what did you think about yeah, when you're watching? He's a big receiver, uh, but and it, but the but he's got like this his physical traits are off the charts. He's unbelievable. I mean, his ability to high point the football. He's got yeah. natural hands. I mean, basically they, they'll even line him up jet sweeps, yeah. reverses, like put him in the backfield. I mean, he's a freaky athlete. He can do anything you want. He's a Swiss Army knife. I mean, he's just an offensive weapon. Right. I don't know that I would even just say he's a tight end. He's just an no, offensive weapon. No. Yeah, you're right about that. And the blocking is improving. I mean, he showed willingness to block. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's his strength, but it's definitely an area in which he can improve upon. Uh, you've got a defensive tackle, Braden Fiske, at Florida State that I do think is still going to play. Hopefully, boy, he is a, he is an interesting cat. He is a hard they, he's a hard guy to block. I mean, I mean, I've I've watched him on TV copy of games and stuff like that. He is a physical and yeah, absolutely. Now I know Texas taking on Washington. All right, we've yeah, both Bennett watched. filled me in on all the Texas guys last night Ooh, at dinner. Yeah, so T-Sweat is one to yeah, watch. he loves him. Absolutely he loves does. him. He Great does. guy, he, he says. He did. He, he yeah. told me that when we yeah. were at the Big 12 championship game. But Adunzi, the Washington wide receiver. Okay, now give me, okay, the, of, the, of the wide receivers you've seen, and I've seen, these are the four I've done. I've done Coleman from Florida State, Harrison from Ohio State, mm-hmm. Neighbors from LSU, and Adunze from Washington. How would you rank those guys? I would go Harrison Jr. at one. Oh, man. I'm probably going to go Neighbors 2, Coleman 3, 
and a Dunze four. And a Dunze. It, but I, mean, I think a Dunze was the best he, receiver in last year's draft. Like, he, I had JSN at one. He yeah. would have been higher than JSN for I me. I think a Dunze in, in this draft is, it's, man, all four of those guys. I think. I, I mean, I not, might put a Dunze over Coleman when it's all said and done. Man, I wrote Coleman from Florida State. I, I think he's really good, you know, but yeah. a, a Dunze is smooth as hell. Like, he's going to be so much fun to watch in that game, along with Texas has pass catchers. Yeah, they do. You know, with Adonai Mitchell, yeah. Jatavian Sanders might end up being the second tight end drafted yeah. behind Brock Bowers, and then, of course, Xavier Worthy. So you're going to have a lot of fun wide receivers to watch in that college football playoff. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I, I mean, I I, I, I was, my, my ranking, I think it's Harrison. I really liked Coleman a lot. You and, were going to put him ahead of your neighbors guy, and, but neighbors. I think I think neighbors. I think neighbors is actually the perfect height for an NFL wide receiver. I agree. He's six foot. He's two hundred pounds, and he is one of the most productive players or receivers in NFL. Uh, excuse me, in LSU history. I mean, he's got the type of game that matches those that have come before and him. And he won at every level. Every level. Like you'll watch him short, intermediate, every deep. level. He will beat you. Yeah. He, I, he is going to be a great pro. Yeah. He is going to be a great pro. He fits the modern game. Yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely. Now, I mean, Keon Coleman, physical as hell. See, and he attacks the football. And I think, you know. When you it, watch him return uh, return punts. Did. 6'4", 215 pounds. He's hard to bring down. He's really hard to bring down. There were a couple. He, I don't think he has his natural hands, though, as the other two. And that's yeah. why I put him at third. And that's why, honestly, I've debated Adunze being ahead of him. But I did write in my notes. I think Coleman reminds me of a bigger version of Zay Flowers. Oh, yeah? Okay. He's an explosive, and he's tough to tackle. Yeah. And Zay Flowers was a pain in the ass to bring down, and he's proven to be I, it with the Ravens. I think that Coleman really is a nasty guy, too. Yeah. I think he plays with a real chip and an edge. I agree. Yeah. Another dude, and we have not, I haven't watched him yet, but Braylon Trice. Yeah, he's kind of a yeah. borderline first-round edge rusher from Washington. Yeah. You'll watch him. And then there's Troy Fontenew, uh, the left tackle for Washington. You can watch him against Texas. I think he's going to kick inside, probably be the second best guard in the draft because yeah. I got BB at one. Well, Dallas Turner from Alabama will be in the game. Dallas you Turner. You can watch Dallas Turner play. Absolutely. And then he's the an quarterbacks, edge. right? You'll get Michael Penix. Yeah. Uh, you'll get J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. You know, Quinn Ewers is going to go back, so he's not going to return. Yeah. And did you see uh, Jalen Milrow was today interviewed? They were doing media stuff. But holy crap. Bill O'Brien apparently told him he needs to change positions. He's not a quarterback. And he's like, well, look at me now, Bill O'Butchin. Did he say Butchin? He didn't say that. That oh, was me, Philip Oh, gosh. I was filling in that. He didn't I, I, thought, I, think, I thought, wow. Uh, but he did say, hey, well, look at me now. Good thing oh, no. I didn't change positions. Oh, no. There's 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 guys that were telling that to Lamar Jackson. I think Bill Polian was one of those guys. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't really scout him. I can't rate him as a quarterback, Lamar Jackson. I'm like, oh. Maybe you need to watch more film there, Bill. Mm. Real quick, though, before we get out of here yeah. on this, on UCLA, on the edges, I know UCLA is... They played. They, they've yeah, I know, played I know, I know. Still, I know. You, you, you love this kid, and I'm with you. Latu? The, yeah. Latu? Yeah. Is that, you say it? I think he's better than Turner on edge. I agree. Right now. I'm not a big Dallas and Turner everybody, guy. Everybody wants to like Dallas Turner a, a lot. I don't. I'm kind of with you on this. I think Dallas Turner is probably uh, man. We're I, throwing some hot takes here. At Dallas, like look, I, the I, end of December. I, I I put it in my notes. You can see teams falling in love with Dallas Turner's athleticism. He looks the yeah. part. Good initial burst. Yeah, but to me, I don't see any hand fighting. I I think he's got one move to beat you. He doesn't yeah. have a lot I, of tools on I, the belt I right agree. now. I agree. I. Uh, I 
if he slid down to the bottom of the first yeah. round, I'd consider that. I'm not loving top 12 where you got Dallas Turner I'll tell you what's interesting right about Latu from UCLA, 6'5", he's 265. And you would never guess he's 265. But he transferred from Washington. So he oh. could be playing in this game if he would have just... <sighs> If you it's just that kid's fun, man. Yeah, if you a, want a fun tape study, yeah, go watch him. And then, of course, the Alabama corners. There now, there now, now you're now you're speaking my language because you got Terry and Arnold, who I think, and I think you agree, best corner in the draft. I think Terry and Arnold, the quarterback, the cornerback from Alabama, is better than Nate Wiggins, the cornerback who I've seen from Clemson. Agreed. And they're both, and they're both, man. Don't be agreeing with me. That's he, bad for you. Sky's gonna, the limit for Terry and Arnold, dude. I think he's awesome. Yeah. Now, the other side, and everybody knows Kool-Aid McKinstry because he was born with an NIL deal with Kool-Aid, right? Right, right. Uh, but this is one of those dudes that, like, Eric would hate. Because Kool-Aid McKinstry doesn't want any business tackling unless he has to tackle. Yeah, yeah. But he can run. He can, he can really run, run for yeah. days. But the opposite, Arnold will tackle. Yes. he. he I mean, he, he's like, to me, I think that is when he's he's asked to cover the best guy. So he is asked to cover the best the best opponent's best guy, and he shows out usually pretty well like that. His technique is sound. He's got no difficulty. He'll it, translate his game will translate to life in the NFL very easily. Amen. Plug and play right there. And I think he's a guy if you wanted to in a pinch, he could probably play some safety for you because yeah. he's physical enough. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good texts coming in, like people loving the draft talk. Uh, we well, thank you. I'm sorry. We're, yeah, yeah, we don't want to beat you over the head with it. We don't. We got we don't, five hours. We're trying to radio today, you. right? We don't want to crush you with too much draft talk, but there's a lot of good players that are going to be taking high in this draft that you're going to I'm get to excited watch. about watching the tape again. I love watching college it's players fun, working man. on the draft. I Absolutely. really do. My favorite thing to do. Yeah. All right, uh, I got a couple of cuts for you as we continue to preview Cowboys-Lions that we can get into. Uh, We've got Aaron Glenn, former Dallas Cowboy corner, talking about Dak Prescott. And then let's get into the top ten. It's National Chocolate Candy Day. Whoa! We've also got the Wonka movie out there. Have you seen the Wonka movie? What would you think? I know I gave you my review. Did I get it wrong? But I got the top ten chocolate bars in honor of National Chocolate Day. What's your favorite chocolate bar? That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.